Hey guys, how you doing? This is Casey Music Talk. We are here today with a bass player and musician here in Kansas City, uh, Dylan Ryder. How you doing, man? Doing well. You might want to wash those hands. I'm sorry we oh, had to uh, right. reschedule. I'm, I'm glad I'm feeling much better. Oh yeah, me too, man. Sit down with you here. Yeah, well, th well, thanks for thanks for coming coming and doing this. Yeah. Um, so I met you with uh, with Brandon Miller. At, at his at your guys's jam that that you have um, talk uh, t tell me tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing with Brandon uh, well uh, yeah our uh, our jam is an open jam it was kind of originally billed as a as a as a blues jam and has has really kind of turned into a, a, a no holds barred whatever whatever you want to do like whether you want to play some fiddle or mm -hmm. some uh, you know People bring in keys. We got horns, all, all different sorts of things. Each and every Wednesday at uh, at the levee, um, at Forty uh, Third and Main. It's uh, it's been a, a fantastic, fantastic learning experience for all of us involved. Uh, and uh, we just celebrated. I I can't believe it, but it's been four years since we've had that jam. Wow. Um, and uh, it's it's. It's been a wonderful thing. We never know who's going to walk in the door mm -hmm. or what we're going to be asked to play. Um, but uh, yeah, we we know that it's always a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm always impressed by you guys, um, and you know, especially Brandon because he's just a monster player. <laughs> but you, but you as well that that you guys a lot of the blues jams in town. Uh, if you throw them a little bit tricky of a rock tune, you know you better be careful about who you have on stage because they might not be able to handle it. Yeah, that's just that's just reality, you know. Mm -hmm. But I know I've I've thrown a couple of random you know random tunes at you guys and other people have as well. But um, talk uh, talk about kind of the the talent level of your little group house band there. And then what's your drummer's name? I keep forgetting. Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Je yeah, Jeff Daniels yeah. and then Brandon. And, and talk, talk about you guys kind of playing together. Yeah, uh, both of those uh, both of those guys are, are phenomenal. Um, but uh, they uh, uh, have a, a background in uh, playing in another kind of anything goes uh, cover band mm -hmm. uh, called the Troubadour Retrievers, yeah. which if you haven't heard of them, Check yeah. them out; they're fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, Scotty's out of control. Oh yeah, most most amazing. Scotty McBee, we're talking most about, amazing yeah. musician in Kansas City. Yeah, uh, but uh, so uh, that is a group of uh, kind of a rotating cast of characters uh, who, any given night, uh, could be asked to play anything from you know. ACDC to ZZ Top. Yeah. Uh, if they haven't to trade... 90s stuff to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And if they haven't trademarked that yet, they, they probably should. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so these guys uh, that, I, that I'm fortunate enough to, to get to play with, uh, they have at any given moment, you know, hundreds of songs mm -hmm. that, that they can just call up. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something that... Uh, um, keeps you on your toes mm -hmm. uh, so they they bring that that knowledge and that experience uh, to our jam uh, and uh, you know I have some experience as well uh, playing with a cover band Sean McNown band mm -hmm. and uh, so you know that's top 40 stuff from the past 50 60 years right. 
And so, you know, we're kind of versed in a lot of different, you know, styles and, you know, like, as opposed to jamming and playing, uh, you know, playing actual tunes as opposed to, uh, to just like, hey, here's 12 bar and hey. Uh, right. So, yeah, that, again, we, we never really know what's, what's going to happen, whether we're, we're going to be jamming and improvising or people want to play actual songs and it's kind of more of a live band karaoke type deal. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's also a fun part of the challenge. Oh, sure, yeah, because that's really, I mean, that's really what, for sure, that's what Scotty and them oh, yeah. are pretty much doing is live band karaoke, which is, which the only thing better than karaoke is live band karaoke, oh, sure. you know, I mean, that, that's... As long as the band can play it. <laughs> as long as the band can play it. Uh, but but that's, that's kind of an interesting thing that I've, I've kind of noticed, too, about the the blues jams in general is that it it's really fun to go play with them but a lot of times it is sort of like you know shuffle and d you know right. uh, slow and g you mm -hmm. know up funk and f you know i mean oh, yeah. and it's kind of the same but with rock tunes i mean you 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 kind of got to know the tunes yeah you know and it's not just these general you know general if you know your your d D blues and then you've got your three different styles then right. you or your G blues and then the three different style you know it's it's really like so, and jazz is a lot like that too I mean you've got to know your actual songs mm -hmm. and uh, how how is uh, do you do you ever I mean you, you you're kind of answering my question about that, that you like that right I mean you like like the challenge I of that, enjoy, I guess. Yes, yeah. exactly yeah I, I do enjoy the challenge um, but it's also it, it speaks to um, the uh, like the the acumen of the other guys that I get to play with that I know if a song is called that I don't know even if Brandon kind of gives like this look and says okay then then we'll be fine yeah because he can uh, you know he's just such a monster that you know he can take care of playing his parts uh, you know playing spot on leads. Providing backup vocals or whatever, and yeah. also coaching me through chords, right? Yeah. Uh, without you know missing a beat. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, he is he is my lifeline. Yeah. <laughs> so it it um, it definitely takes a lot of the worry out of the equation mm -hmm. uh, to to be able to lean on you know him or, or Jeff being like, which if you ever look over the drummer and he's like four, like right, oh wow, yeah, well, yeah. you know it too. I, yeah. I I probably should. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, that's nice when a when a drummer sort of knows a little bit of the lingo and he knows what he's talking about, like quarterly. He knows what he's talking about. That's good. Um, and that and I just had a thought in my head and now I forgot what it was. Um, but oh yeah, and so when when Brandon is doing that, you know, mm -hmm. eyes up, he and and I I would hope that that I I think that I have some some of this ability too but you you, you got to think through the song yeah. kind of see it mapped out yes. and then look at what you've got on stage and then in your head you know for example you know you know this song has like eight chords and you're like this isn't happening right now but you but you have to have that wherewithal to kind of to what he's what I hope and I assume that he's doing when he's looking up is not just if he can do it okay. but can we do this right now oh yeah yeah you're exactly right yep yeah and uh, 
I would say, and he knows your ability too. Oh I mean, sure, he, you know he knows. Yeah, yeah, he he uh, knows how handicapped he is uh, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with having me across the stage. I'm like, oh, I don't think Dylan's gonna be up this time. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I it's it's rare to see him uh, turn a request down. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's that speaks, uh, you know, so highly of of him, his ability, yeah. and. And he's still just a kid. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, so I definitely here in a minute. I want to get back to these open jams. But tell me, tell me a little bit about like musically how you got up to this point and what what your like general training was and stuff. Uh, well, I uh, I uh, I started singing. I started off singing when I was when I was a kid. Um, uh, I'm from. Uh, I'm from down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised down there. Um, I uh, at an early age, my older brother uh, became involved with the uh, Tulsa Boy Choir, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I, I picked up on that uh, a couple years after him. Uh, so, sang in that group uh, from eight till twelve, eight mm-hmm. until I, you know, my voice changed, mm-hmm. um, and then. Once that happened, I, 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 I really wanted to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I wanted to play the sax. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, unfortunately, my, my, my junior high or my, my middle school, we, we were all out of saxophones. Mm-hmm. And so um, the, the band instructor, uh, Dr. McGee, said, I'm out of saxophones, but have you ever seen a trombone? Mm-hmm. I was like, what's that? He's like, it's the th- one that does mm-hmm. this big sliding thing. And he goes, Rrr! you know, plays glissando on that. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started playing trombone. Mm-hmm. I did that for uh, a couple years, switched to tuba. And uh, yeah, I uh, pretty pretty much um, everything about my life since, since my voice changed has been bass clef. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, it was an interesting thing when I was uh, when I was sixteen. Me and my me and my my two good buddies uh, they had this brilliant idea to start a punk rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, since it was their idea, obviously they got to be the guitar players and singers. Uh, <laughs> but uh, to to their credit, they actually went and found a. Uh, Terrible, just, just, just. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to censor myself here, but it's, <laughs> it, it's ungodly how how awful this instrument was. But yeah, it's this homemade, um, uh, fretless bass mm-hmm. uh, with P and J pickup configuration, and the and the, and the P pickup didn't work. Um, but they bought it for me for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, wow. Um, and. Uh, I, I fell in love with the darn thing. I just, mm-hmm. every every single afternoon after school, like, mm-hmm. all my free time, I was just, I, you know, no amp, no clue on, on what mm-hmm. I was doing. Uh, I, I just tried to play along with, with songs uh, to, to tapes that I owned, mm-hmm. uh, not knowing that, like, tapes, tape run speed puts everything down about a half step mm-hmm. and it, but it, you know just not having a clue about anything but wanting to just like make music on this thing and that began uh, you know all, all of those things like you know 
worked together and put me in those afternoons where I could just I finally found something where you know you know not singing because I I, ne I was never a great singer you know not playing trombone not playing tuba mm. I finally found something that I just could not tear myself away from um, so that's that's where I, that's that's where my musical journey really began yeah that's cool man so so you said so, a couple things interesting though uh, the first thing that I thought of was that you said your voice changed. I'm like, what? They just kick you out at that point or something like that? That, that was cracking me up a little bit. When you're in a boy yeah, choir, right. the emphasis is on boy. Yeah, that's not a young funny. man choir. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, but, uh, and then, so, so that was cool because you can always tell, like, like I was just saying earlier about the guys that are super, um, super self-taught and you can tell that they're, you know, their their brain capacity right now is is about at 12 bar level yeah, you know what i mean yeah. that's all they can that's all they've really practiced in their life and that's all they can handle mm. but i thought that was interesting that you were talking because you because the boy choir thing that's not non-trained right yeah. i mean that's that's a group and you have like a conductor and you yeah. have training and then mm -hmm. but it sounds like your base your your base life has been non-trained though is that fair to say? Um, to an extent, I uh, um, having the the background in, in mm -hmm. music and having it basically be a part of uh, large large chunks of my life ever since I was eight years old, you know, which oh my gosh, is is going on almost three decades now. Mm -hmm. um, that that helped, um, whether I realized it or not, it it helped get these working. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, because, you know, uh, not being able to hear the difference between right and wrong mm -hmm. um, is, is, is kind of an important thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been years uh, since I've ever had, uh, since I've had to, to read music. Right. Um, but I know I could. Yeah. Um, if, if I absolutely had to, which, gosh... Please don't make yeah, it. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> but that's uh, chord that, charts, please. Right, right. Uh, but, but that's kind of what I mean is that is that you have this training and that, mm -hmm. that set your ears and yeah. set everything up for you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's amazing what happened with that training. And now I would not put you in that category of the people that are only being able to handle 12 bars, which you, which you prove out of your jams like well, we just you. talked about, you know. And and so that that's why I'm always curious about people's... Uh, um, people's backgrounds because I think it really obviously shows and and talk for two seconds about that ear stuff you just talked about how, how important that is to uh, even when you're talking about like a right or a wrong because that's always a dirty word to some people but yeah. I, I would argue maybe not you um, know I mean it's 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 wrong in the sense that you know if we're talking about passing tones or things mm -hmm. things of that nature if you if by design you want something to rub a little bit mm -hmm. in in order for to to build tension and get it resolved mm -hmm. um, so yes it is wrong in that sense it's right if you can't tell whether you're on or not yes uh, yeah. you know so kind of a fundamental thing like if everybody else is on a G and you're on a G sharp and you think all is right with the world, mm -hmm. then yeah, that these these things might might need to yeah. get checked. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, man. Well, that's cool. So, oh, okay. So, 
So let, let, let's move again back to these open jams and, because um, what, so with, with your guys' open jams specifically, what, what's like, we already talked a little bit about the, what's fun about an open jam, but to, to, do you have any other comments on what's really fun about running your jam or what's cool about it or... It's, uh, I mean, one great thing is I, uh, I have a, a built-in excuse to see my, my best friends, you yeah. know, some of my best yeah. friends every week. Um, I, and some people that I, that I hardly ever get to see, um, you know, if I look up and I see them waltzing through the door, I, you know, it just puts a, mm -hmm. a big old smile on my face, well, yeah. bigger than what is usually there. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And you not only get to like see one another, catch up, uh, talk shop, mm -hmm. uh, talk other things, mm -hmm. uh, but but you also um, get to uh, share in creating uh, something that that will never again take place in, mm -hmm. in that exact same yeah. fashion with the you know those people in those moments. Um, and that's, that's one of the great things about, uh, um, you know, being in a position where you're at a jam and you're, and you're improvising, even if it's like you said, you know, it's a funky one in F right. or, Again. Yeah, yeah, or a slow one in C or yeah. whatever, you still get to, uh, uh, I mean, one of the wonderful things about that is you get to try to take something that on the surface feels very trite um, and played out and make it special mm. um, for for yourself, for the other people you're playing with, and for all the people yeah. who are listening as well. Yeah. Um, because, uh, not to harp on it, but to, but the creation of moments, I think, is... is, is, is the thrust and uh, the the cornerstone of of music, mm -hmm. um, you know that that little thing that uh, that that everybody gets to share mm. and 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 feel right. Um, so, yeah, just another wonderful thing that I that that we all get to try to do each and every Wednesday. You know? Right. Yeah, and that's that's a really funny thing that I think people take for granted is that idea that this exact thing will never happen again. Yeah. You know, it'll be very similar, mm -hmm. just like a chess game or something where you, you, you can eventually go through the, you know, literal 1 million permutations, just yeah. like open jams over the years can feel like where we do again, stormy Monday and see, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it, but it's not going to be exactly the same. And that's kind of a crazy thing, right? Right. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I just always think that's kind of crazy because all of us, like for myself, I mean, I probably, it's probably almost been 300 open jams now since I've been into town. You know, it's been quite a few that I've gone to, but yeah. but it, they're they're all kind of still a little bit different every single time. And that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um. So now for the fun question, oh. which I always find the fun question. All right. What is the challenging thing about running an open jam or helping do that every week? Um. You have to try to put together lineups that are. Um, both interesting and um, compatible. Yeah. Um, you know, have players that uh, 
are, you know, similar ability levels or can pick others up. Yeah. Um, you you need you have to have you know there's there's nothing more thrilling than you know if I'm in an audience and I see like you know three four five people get up there and everybody just kind of has to talk and like shake their heads because like um, nobody really knows what to do or how to lead mm. or be led yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah you kind of have to say like okay like this person is strong in this area this person's gonna hold it down here and you know yeah. it's like it's, it's matchmaking right um, and so uh, you know guy you know we're talking about you know like running an open jam like you know this is the the, the biggest challenge in the world and, yeah. and it's not the case but uh, but there, there is are, a trick to it though like you're saying I yeah mean, it's not just whatever yeah and like you know if, if, if you think you're wrong or you know you think you know you think we're wrong in this regard you know, go to go to a jam and, and, and you see when it doesn't work out right. Oh, yeah. and you say, oh, there's something mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. Um, and so uh, whether it's, um, you know, Brandon or uh, our, our great friend Sean McDonald, who's mm -hmm. is basically the, the fourth member of the 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 BMB jam mm -hmm. at this point, um, you know, they they get to kind of like look at that sign up sheet and say, OK, this guy, this guy, this gal, um, you know, and we're going to, you know, um, you know, just kind of like, you know, kind of be the, the puppet masters here and, mm -hmm. and, and, and hopefully everybody has a good time and, uh, and it's, and it's, it's representative of how everybody wants to, you know, sound and perform and mm -hmm. come across. Um, because, Hey, you know, you're going out to a jam, um, whether you, uh, are, are with a group already or you're a free agent you know you're you're advertising for your services yeah uh, so you know we want to make sure that everybody sounds as 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 good as possible um, you know not just for ourselves not just for the venue uh, but uh, but for them and, mm -hmm. and their career prospects right. as well yeah I mean yeah and I, I I've kept saying on the show that like I, I just am really clear about myself that I know I, I'm going out to hustle mm -hmm. I, I'm just being I'm just really honest about it is sure. not it, it is fun is a hundred percent secondary for me <laughs> I'm, I'm a musician in town I want gigs I want to be out there you know so yeah. I, I'm not going to go have four beers and just hang out yeah I, I'm, I'm going for a purpose you know and so Myself. I'm gonna have five and get money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, so I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just really clear about that. And I, I also need to be clear that some other guys aren't out for that. Sure. You know, they're out for the only fun, and they're. This is literally their practice session right now. Yeah. And I look at it hundred percent opposite. This is performance time for me. Practice time is. Yeah back then, you know, yeah. I mean, or practice time was yesterday. You know, in my room, you know, like, and so it's so like I, I'm just the some some guys look at it like that and it's really nice when you have open a house band that do, that has to kind of deal with all of that as well you know when, when they're hooking up each each little each little band on each mm -hmm. little set you know and and how you do kind of hook up general ability levels but then once in a while you know you have a guy who's fairly weak mm -hmm. and then you purposefully get him up there with the house band yeah. you know so so cuz you know 
Uh, I, you know, both of us know, I won't say his name, but both of us know the person that I'm thinking in my head sure. right now, but he is one of those people that get him up there with not a good band and it doesn't go very well, mm -hmm. but you get him up with the, the house band and it's fine. Yeah. You know, they, they, you know, kind of metaphorically carry him and, you know, and so like that, 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 and that also gets the, the act of being able to do that gets back to what you just said about Brandon too, about that look up in the air moment, because mm -hmm. he's doing that with the, with everyone, right? Figuring right. out what tunes, uh, do we have a freaking singer up here right now? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is the, uh, the you know the biggest you know the biggest marble on the abacus. Yeah. You know, like yeah. do we have a singer? Yeah. Do I have to sing? Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's it. It does start there, mm -hmm. and then and then you know it kind of trickles on down. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because because I see Kansas City the scene I, I I call them all studio guys and not not meaning like a Columbia or Motown studio yeah. guy but a guy that can kind of come in there pretty much the entire scene is like this where you have your the entire blues scene is like this where you have your funk shuffle and slow in these five keys yeah. and everybody in the scene can handle that yeah. all of them I mean basically you yeah. know 98% of them can handle that yeah. and that's what I mean by like a studio guy where you can come in and do any kind of blues you want and pretty much all the jammers will be able to handle it sure. um, and so that is but what we don't have is a whole lot of front men in Kansas City yeah. everybody's a studio guy it's 99% front you know right we have some uh, Trampled underfoot, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Samantha, yeah. um, you know, there's a handful of, of people that are like real, like acts. Yeah, yeah. You know, where people will come and see them. They're good with the audience, and then everybody else is a studio yeah. guy. Well, and it's you know? that's just another. It, it's a it's a separate art form. Yes. Um, you know, just like, um, you know, you're trying to combine. Uh, public speaking with uh, maybe uh, a little bit of comedy mm -hmm. um, and it's 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 something that is a part of this broader overall package mm -hmm. um, that uh, that everybody wants from a show yeah um, you know th because the art of showmanship is just that um, it's knowing what to say and when mm -hmm. how to how to carry yourselves uh, confidently, yet demure at the right times. Mm -hmm. um, you know all those different things uh, that uh, that that make for um, an entertaining, intriguing, and endearing experience. Yeah. Um, as opposed to uh, you know Captain Mumblemouth getting, mm -hmm. we're we're gonna play some songs, um, and and then just you just play the right. music. Yeah. Uh, you know, that there's something missing there. Yeah. And so those acts that you mentioned, you know, they, they, they have that charisma mm -hmm. and um, you know, can elevate things from just um you know, kind of almost something akin to, you know, pushing the pushing in the pushing the button on your, you know, on your C D player mm -hmm. or your, you know, on your phone, uh to an actual experience. Uh, where you say, not only did I hear these people play music and see it with my own eyes, like I feel like I got a chance to learn a little, a little mm. bit about them, interact with them, right. um, and uh, yeah, it's that act of uh, personalization 
I think that uh, that uh, separates uh, just uh, you know the players, you know the studio musicians, right. like like you were saying, uh, from from the the people who have this part down and that part. You know, yeah. that's the complete package thing that we all wish we could be. Right. And I always look at it as like. You have, and I use this analogy a lot, but like J-Lo, for example, mm. J-Lo J is a front woman, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, she, she is the act, she's what everybody wants to see, yeah. and the guys backing her, nobody cares about that, oh, sure. you know, I mean, yeah. they, but it's this massive symbiotic relationship, you know, mm -hmm. because, because J, because, you know, you, we've heard stories about her, uh, you know, her doing a song, and then three months later after they've been in the studio for three months then they put it out and it sounds great you know and so like she needs all these people to make sure. her look good sure. but without her nobody comes to the, see their show because nobody oh, yeah. cares about them so it's like the symbiotic thing and and like I agree with you that there's like I really think this there's I mean there's like seven acts in Kansas City and then there's about 80 bands yeah Bands and acts are totally different, no, you know, no, and, right. and they're, and, and, uh, but, but even with the jammers there, and, and I think, you know, people that know what we're talking about know that we're definitely not talking about somebody who can just get up there and sing. Yeah. There's a lot of people who can get up there and sing and sure. they come to the jams all the time. Yeah. It's not zero singers in town. Sure. There's zero acts in town, you know, yeah. and I always find that funny. And so with the jams, we always have to, you know, I mean, I, I have no idea what the ratio would be, but half or a third of the people that walk in there are going to be the singers, right? It's not everybody. No, they're all yeah. drummers. They're all they're drummers. All drummers. You can ask Jeff. They're all drummers. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody playing bass in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. There's a real lack of bass players here, for sure. Which is how I get work. That's the only yeah. reason why. Um, but uh, It's drummers and guitar players, drummers man. There, guitar is, players. there is a ton sure. of... There's, I bet there's a lot of guitar players in every city, but yeah, yeah there's hardly any bass players here. But there's only one Rob Foster. Oh well, there, there's, there's actually not... I, I probably checked the phone book. There are more than one, but you, yeah, you get the idea. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and so, uh, talk just a little bit more about the you. You were saying some stuff before we started about our our Kansas City scene in general, oh, like. Man. It, it's phenomenal, and I, uh, I I completely lucked into this 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 blues scene and and just uh, you know playing the style of music uh, in general, uh, and I'm I'm so grateful for it because I've I've gotten a chance to to meet um, some just absolutely phenomenal people who are not just uh, you know musician buddies and you, you know you can you kind of have that bond or whatever uh just some of my best friends mm -hmm. and uh it's uh, and it's easy to speak generally about uh about all of these all of these players uh because they're all just really great um you know there's a difference between uh respecting uh, somebody for their their you know their musical acumen or the the way they carry themselves, um, and respecting them as as, as human beings mm. and wanting to spend time with them, um, even outside of like you know working together. Mm. Um, I mentioned this earlier, you know like 
seeing you know seeing somebody walk in that you haven't seen in a little while uh, or a good long while and and all of a sudden saying gosh I miss that person uh, and I'm so glad that I have uh, the excuse to you know like I said to to just go and, and play music and, and and get paid and hang out with my friends uh, I mean, we're ripping them off, right? Yes, I mean, gosh. it's like, you know, I know. Yeah, uh, Don't gonna, tell them we'll do this for free. Yeah, we're going to edit that out, right? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, just a whole bunch of, uh, of giving people who uh, like to spend time with one another. Um, and, you know, uh, obviously nobody, nobody wants to have to, you know, hire a sub for a gig. Um, because, you know, that's... Uh, that, uh, you know, brings with it its own, like, you know, sets of headaches. But sometimes, sometimes I think it's, it's kind of a, uh, a pleasant thing. Like, hey, well, you know, at least I get to, you know, kind of make music and make something different with, you know, fill in the blank person. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I just, I, um, sorry, I'm dropping the ball here. It's, right. it's, it's hard to, uh, uh, come up with enough nice things yeah. to say about all these wonderful people that I get to spend time with and, and, and create with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think well, the world so, will see. But, but the, su- the subbing is always a funny thing because I, uh, I've talked to a couple people that went to New York for a little bit and mm-hmm. then they've come back to Kansas City and they they were talking about, you know, there, I mean, it is, you know, they they don't like getting subs right. or, or they don't they don't like having to act like so they're on a gig and they don't like having to go find a sub for themselves mm-hmm. because they don't want to they're they don't it's so cutthroat job that they security. don't it, yeah it's yeah. job security yeah, yeah i saw but, i saw you talking to, to uh chris Hazleton. right yeah it's, yeah chris it's, yeah it's, it's phenomenal stuff um but here everybody's like everybody wants to know you mm-hmm. you know i i was i was in I couldn't believe how welcome I was in the, especially in the blues team and the jazz guys too. I mean, one one was my just you know unusual instrument. And they're like, oh, violin, yeah, bring that, Come you know, on in. yeah, because that's just I'm I'm tired of you saxophone players. Get out of here, you know. Sure. But but the other part was just the the fact that Kansas City is like a generally nice town. I mean, there's not generally generally nice people here, and mm. and. I mean, it sounds like you've you found the same of, oh, of most definitely, most definitely. Um, I, uh, I it wasn't too long after I uh, um, got involved uh, in the scene. I was uh, um, I was at uh, the old number fives old uh, mm-hmm. jam. Like uh, Freddie T's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. All right, now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Uh, uh, their phenomenal bass player Derek Tucker, who's mm-hmm. just one of no, my definitely. my Derek favorite well. dudes. Um, he, uh, you know, I can't I can't remember uh, exactly. We might have had a few uh, apple juices, but uh, he, uh, I think he, you know, you know, put his arm around me and he said, you know what, you're num- you're my number one. You know, like if uh, if uh, I uh, if I hear about anybody needing. Uh, you know, needing mm-hmm. somebody yeah. and I can't do it, uh, or if I, if I need, you know, you know, stuff for myself or whatever, like, 
you're my number one guy. Mm. And, you know, we'd only known each other for, right. you know, oh, maybe a month yeah. or so. Um, it was a nice thing for him to say. Oh, yeah. And and that's the spirit that, uh, that pretty much everybody uh, brings to the table here. There's, uh, there's no real worry of like, oh man, are they going to outshine me? Mm-hmm. Uh, which by the way, yes, Derek, you always <laughs> outshine me. Uh, I never want you to sub for me ever. Uh, <laughs> it's but, not reciprocal. Yeah. <laughs> the love is yeah, not reciprocal. Yeah. You know, no, I, I, I might be He's your good. number one. He's a good bass player. Yeah. You, you are number one. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I know what you're saying. That's but, funny. but yeah, everybody, everybody's, uh, primary focus is um you know helping their group yeah um and if you know for some reason somebody's double booked or something comes up or whatever you know like we've we've got our speed dial set you know for such and such and such and such and your list yeah your list of people that there are yeah Yeah. and it's and it's long Mm -hmm. and um you know unfortunately we have probably about the same you know same like you know thirty some odd people playing mm-hmm. in you know those those eighty bands yes, and five acts yes. that you mentioned yeah uh, but uh, but that's okay chances are some somebody yeah. somewhere is free or somebody somewhere knows somebody yeah. else and and you can make things happen that I've always I was joking with that with the jazz scene and it's like it's literally the same seventy people in forty bands oh yeah you know yeah, and yeah. and it, it really cracks me up like because that that seems like that's really obvious but but it's not because you see so much crossover with with people mm-hmm. even more than the blues scene i would say but uh but yeah it's the same kind of thing and everybody's and one key to this i think is that there is so much work that you can do that okay. you know like yeah. in wichita it's like nobody there, there's so much less stuff going on that you just don't you don't even want to have subs sure. because there's because again you're fighting for gigs but here you uh if, if somebody, if you do get a sub, people don't forget that you're reliable. Yeah. They don't forget that crap, you know yeah. I mean? And then even if they go, well, you know, let's say we wanted, we're, we're now going to go with this guy. They're not going to forget, you know, unless there was a huge, you know, personality argument right. thing going on. That's totally different. But, but just if there's no hard feelings or whatever, yeah. They're, they still got you right there for a sub. Then again, when you were in the band and now you come back and sub in the same band, you know, they, and they don't forget. Yeah, yeah. And that's, a, and that's um, you know, for the, for the billionth time that it's been said, but uh, it's, it's still something that, that bears repeating. Uh, can't stress enough that attitude portion. Mm. Um, Talk about that. You know, I don't, that. I don't, I don't get as much work as I get because I, you know, solely because I, I do my homework, you know, I have good gear, yeah. you know, like all, all those things like, you know, don't get me wrong. Like those, those obviously play a role, yeah. but you know, rule number one is just don't be a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be nice, be personable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like these, these small, like, uh, seemingly simple things uh that uh that somehow get lost for some people mm-hmm. um you know you can be you can be the baddest player you can have you know the best gear you can even always be on time which is a rarity for bass players uh but uh 
yeah, if your attitude stinks, yeah. then, then your phone isn't going to be ringing. Yeah, I, I shared this, uh, Phil Shirelli, he was on the show, but um, he was talking about his son, his, uh, his son plays in Florida Georgia Line. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. so, but anyway, he was talking about his son's audition for that band mm-hmm. in, down in Nashville. And he comes in and, and he plays like, I mean, you know, it, it wasn't 20 seconds, but it was like 20 seconds, two minutes, and these guys are like, Okay, I've heard enough, you know, let's go have a beer. And then they went for out for an hour uh-huh. and had a beer. Yeah. And I thought that was so wise and so telling because that's exactly what you're saying. Like, how many dudes in this band could, or how many dudes in town could, like, handle a random blues gig? All of them. Oh, yeah. Right? Playing-wise, I'm talking about. Sure. But then back to what you said, how many of them are showing up on time? How many of them are going to be a dick? How many of them, you know, are going to be arguing about stuff? Yeah. And it, like... Is is that uh, is that more important to your band? Yeah, it's yeah. a great question. I you know. I mean, yeah, um, I mean obviously, you know, knowing your stuff, like you know, coming in and being prepared, mm-hmm. um, you know, as as much as you can, um, and and that's and that's not just a side note. It's not just about being prepared and like knowing the songs, like coming in and being prepared with questions. Yeah. You know, like, hey, like, is, is this arrangement exactly like it, it yeah. is on the record? Uh, you know, are, are there any segues? You know, all those different yeah. things uh, that assist in a performance um, uh, because you want to make it feel as though, like, yeah, I'm the normal guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really the normal guy. He'll be back mm-hmm. next week. Right. But I'm the normal guy right now and everything goes on as planned. Right. But yeah, being prepared in that sense uh, but also, just just having that attitude um, of like, hey, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I had this opportunity to, uh, you know, play and experiment and, and create with you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and I don't want to make any waves unless they are positive. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> that's awesome, man. Um, so switching switching gears here. Yeah. Um, this is like a little bit more of a more of a sort of personal question, but is there, is there something that you, you wish you were better at musically that you uh, haven't gotten to do before? Mm. You can kind of answer that however you want. I want to play drums. I want to play drums. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could play drums. I, uh, <laughs> I, I think about drums uh, when, when, I, uh, when I do anything. Uh, I, uh, uh, there's, there's something wonderful about... Um, drums and percussion uh just um how they pulse how they move um and and just uh playing with rhythms Mm -hmm. and um and those fun little like almost inside jokes that you can sneak into uh you know Mm -hmm. uh uh, a kick pattern or uh you know uh you know a hi-hat cadence you know those those little things that are um just fun little bits of musicality mm. uh, that that don't get nearly enough love as, as they should, mm. um, and um, so yeah, uh, that's why I love bass. <laughs> um, but but there but there is, and I say that, but there is a symbiosis there. You know, yeah. there's a there's yeah. a relationship mm-hmm. um, that that. Um, is 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 formed and can be can be can be forged um you know when you're doing those like fun little 
uh, nuance things, uh, you know, with a with a drummer that, uh, you know, as a bass player, when you're working with a drummer, like, you know, trying to map out hits. Yeah. Or just, uh, you know, little more subtle, like, uh, you know, little pieces of emphasis here and there. Uh, or just, like, establishing a groove. Um, mm. Those those little things that are, you know, kind of, like, unsung heroes oh, of, yeah. of music. Very subtle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but uh, but that's that's kind of what we live for, and that's that's our purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I I love drums. Yeah. I, I wish I wish I had any clue how to uh, how to actually play them. Oh yeah. Maybe someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the and I I definitely kind of feel the same way. I'm sort of a wannabe drummer and bass player. You know, I mean, they fascinate me being like a being a a only melody driven instrument like myself you know the 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 framework of the thing always cracks me up and i always use like the the kind of train analogy with a band where it's like the 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 train the train itself is sort of like the rhythm section to me the stuff that's carrying is sort of like the point of the whole train like maybe the singer or something you know yeah but like my job i feel is all the coloring on the train yeah you know it is like the the train goes fine without a without the fourth person Uh you know you've got like guitar bass and drums and singer you've got a perfectly legitimate band and it's fine when you add that extra saxophone extra harmonica extra violinist now my job is only to color basically but what's funny to me is that is the the other like framework and that's where you guys come in where where it's like and then that's why i'm always fascinated especially with bass how when the bass is wrong this whole shit sounds terrible. <laughs> it's it's bad yes. right and 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 like a big example uh, an obvious example is like in blues when the uh when the bass misses that big four chord mm-hmm. the whole thing gets jacked up you yeah. know and mm-hmm. and then and it only gets worse from there and it typically. only gets worse than there and then the drums can be very much similar mm-hmm. um so so coming from like a a bass perspective how does that feel when you've got a drummer and you aren't linking up how's that how's that feel it's 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 tough mm-hmm. um uh, because I, uh, I'm, I'm a fairly stubborn person, <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, you try to, uh, do what you can to, um, you know, whether it's, um, physical gesticulations or like, hey, like, you know, we need to, you know, if you're, dra- you know, if we're dragging, like, yeah. we need to pet these things right. up, you know, if, 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 you know, the overall volume needs to come up which i mean yeah you ever tell a drummer that they need to play louder uh, <laughs> but you know so that's a poor analogy uh, uh you know or poor example but right. uh um yeah if, if for some reason things just aren't jiving uh you know you just kind of uh um uh, use it as an exercise and maybe say like okay well maybe i need to pay attention to what they're doing Mm. Um, you know, that's that's come kind to of, them. You mean, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like you know, big be the bigger person mm. and say, hey, uh, even though I was kind of married to to this mm. or this is how the song goes for whatever yeah. reason, 
push that aside mm-hmm. and say, hey, how can I lock into what they're doing? You know, assuming they're not dragon or they're, right. you know, or whatever. Like, you know, they're just kind of, they have a different interpretation. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've been at the jam where, you know, a, uh, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think somebody called uh, a funky tune. Mm. And wires got crossed mm. with uh, with mm. the drummer, and all of a sudden we kind of had this kind of smooth, bouncy beat. Mm. Uh, you know, that was just like completely far <laughs> off. Bouncy, you yeah. Don't even you know, know what it, it was, was just like you know, <laughs> like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was something that was not getting back to the. It yeah, wasn't right, right or wrong. Yeah, but man. It ended up being something super cool, mm-hmm. and we said, "Hey, we're gonna roll with this, and it's mm-hmm. gonna and it's gonna be, it's gonna be good, you know." So, you know, there was no like you know whistle blowing and saying, mm-hmm. "Whoa, whoa, whoa, yeah, we gotta yeah. stop," you know, "We gotta halt that train," right? Um, you know, said, "Hey, we're gonna take this, and uh, you know, and we're see where it takes us." Yeah, and sometimes you know, kind of. Look at it like a happy accident, right? Um, but yeah, there's there's so little to be gained from saying, "Oh, I'm playing it right; they're yeah, playing it right. wrong." Well, guess what? Nobody sounds like they're right. Mm. So uh, you know, check yourself and say, "Hey, what mm. can I do with this yeah. other person?" And uh, and and maybe and maybe it's gonna be something that's uh it's not right but it's not wrong yeah because that's kind of the art that that's one thing that everybody always tells me and i'm sure you get the same thing where they they like non-musicians come up how do you just do that you just get up there and just like you don't even know who you're playing with you don't know what songs you're gonna how do you know what to do and and that's that's part of the art of being the voices tell me yeah right always there's always (laughs) always voices but uh the but but that's like kind of the trick of it all is that what Marcel has called it a negotiation, you yeah. know that that musical not not just like a verbal but a, but an oral musical negotiation yeah. and like maybe 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 an example would be like like we can all pretty much tell like in the first about four seconds if this is going we can feel it that this is going to be a train wreck right Right. you know where where we need to just stop this restart try it Mm -hmm. but we can also tell like maybe like what would be okay so an example would be like shaky ground yeah okay so that song when i hear temptations do it it's laid back as crap i mean you know and every time i hear it standing on shaky ground it's and I, I personally think it's crap at that faster tempo. I, yeah. I want to lay that back. But at the blues jams, they tend to tend to push it up barely. And when they start it like that, you can just feel it. Okay, this is not going to be a train wreck, but maybe I'm going to be a little annoyed that I wish this was laid back more. And so we we do that, right, within the first 10 seconds of the song. Sure. And, and that's when you're, like, finding them and you go... Okay, we're gonna do it faster. Okay, you yeah. know, you kind of stay in your head, you yeah, know. And, but you yeah. have to read and react in that regard because you know it goes back to that map that 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 you know you're trying to plot out every single thing that's going to be happening as far as like you know and and tempo and feel mm-hmm. set the tone for all of that. Yeah. Uh, so you know, especially if like, hey, you know, 
you're in a position where, hey, in about, uh, you know, 64 bars here, like, I'm, I'm going to have, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to have to play a lead over this thing. Yeah. Uh, how is that going to feel? Mm-hmm. And I, am I going to be married to what I really wish this song yeah, was doing right. as opposed to what we're actually doing? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all of that plays a role, and, you know, and not the least of which is, like, how I feel about this yeah, right sure. now yeah. because it's going to come out yeah, yeah. one way or the other, you know. So, uh, and I mean, obviously, you know, nobody nobody wants a, a, a lead tinged with resignation. Yeah, right. But right. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I heard them talking about a Benny Goodman, and he was famous as a band leader for giving what they, they even named it. They called it the Ray, and he would just like, you know, you, you know, you. You son of a... You yeah. know, he had that look of, of like, you you just screwed up my song. Right. And he'd, like, stare at him for the whole solo. You know, I mean, he was rough. But but people, people can feel that, right? Uh-huh. I mean, if, if you're... You have your 64 bar, you know, leading up to it, and you're kind of, you know, kind of got that look to the audience. I mean, and, and some of the bandmates, if they're not completely clueless, can, can feel that, too. Oh, yeah. And it's just not helpful, you know? Yeah. And... Like, one more thing that I heard, I keep dropping jazz names, but one thing that I heard Dave Holland say that was really awesome was, it was on his, uh, the Miles Electric DVD, I don't know if you, it was a documentary about all of his fusion era, oh, you know, and it was cool, I mean, it had every name you can imagine yeah. on there, and, uh, but one thing he said, they asked him, what was the purpose of the bass, and he said, my job is to be the center. Yeah. And I thought that was an amazing thing yeah. that he's like the center of the music is really the bass, yeah. and I was always with the mentality that the center of the music was the drums, uh-huh. and then then they go over to Jack DeJanette uh-huh. and they ask him what's the purpose of the what's the purpose of the drums, and he basically in so many words say not to be the center, <laughs> be the center. you know, it's <laughs> like your your job is to embellish the groove, your job is to kind of help that he's and with maybe my train analogy, my job is sort of the uh, I'm not the train, I'm the fuel, yeah. you know, it being like, I'm not the purpose and I'm not the center of this thing, but my, my job is to kind of be the, the engine sort of, of this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and that was really interesting to me that, I mean, and the best example of this possible is funk, you know, funk, the bass is obviously the center of the music and everything right. is swirling around it. Right. But that's really tough when we come back to what you just said about if we would have our way, the bass would be the center. Everybody's, you know, everybody's around him. But then we're at this point where we have to kind of go with the drums or go with the guitar. Like, what do you think about that analogy of the center thing? I've I've never heard that before. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, um, that, that might haunt my dreams tonight. I don't like to God, do I do that? Am I center? Am I way, I'm probably way off center. actually. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, um, that is a tricky thing. Um, for me, um, I, I, I still can't, um, I, I mean, I, I, I might argue that, uh, um, I think those roles vary, mm. um, you know, given, given the subject matter, uh, given, uh, you know, the, the tune at hand, like all those different variables, mm. uh, that kind of like, you know, shift that center or shift that focus or, or shift mm. that, the, the paradigms mm. of, uh, you know, what, what those roles, 
you know, are or should be. Mm. Um, I, um, this is, this is something that uh, is, is maybe kind of, um, uh, kind of speaks to, you know, where I'm at in my musical journey at this point is, um, I, when, when I was younger up to even very, uh, just embarrassingly recently, um, I thought, um, not actively, but passively that, you know, the, the point of, of, um, what we do is to, you know, make everybody, you know, make sure everybody knew how, you know, how, how good you were mm. and which is just absolutely awful. And again, far off center. Um, and these were things, you know, this was kind of like an attitude, mm -hmm. uh, a playing attitude that, that I carried with me without even really realizing mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, I always knew that I was... I'll own up. I'll, I'll <laughs> own up to that. You know, I, I definitely have felt that in the past where the, 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 the purpose for this jam tonight yeah. is to show everybody how good I am yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. some, sometimes, sometimes there's, you know, it's time and place. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but, you know, for your, you know, your, your daily work with your group, if, if you're so darn focused on like, uh, you know, oh gosh, you know, like what, uh, you know, what licks can I blow on this? Or, you know, like what, you know, what can I do to like, make sure that, you know, everything about my, you know, for, for me, like my baseline is mm -hmm. interesting or active, like, you know, cause you know, I, I. I definitely don't want to be known as like one of one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but man, it's so not about that. Yeah, it is. It is so. It's so not about that. Um, so as opposed to you know trying to reinvent the wheel, um, I've I've tried to learn how to really embrace those moments where like the only appropriate thing to do. Is that right? And really listen and enjoy what everything else, right. you know, you know what everybody else is doing around you, right. and say yes, I am, I am in that center right. in, in those instances. Yeah, um, you know that's uh, you know I've never thought about it in those terms, but everybody has a role to play right. um, to make everything sound good and, um, and, and, and cohesive. Mm -hmm. Um, and there, there are some times where, you know, everybody gets to sing out just a little bit, right. even in, inside of the same song. And we're not talking about leads, right. you know, no. we're not talking yeah. about, you know, uh, you know, solos or anything, but you know, different features here and there where it's, you know, different voices combining to you know right to a whole yeah i mean because and and i know you know dave holland's a master so yeah. so he wasn't he obviously with that quote he wasn't meaning that i am now j-lo you know i am now right, a friend, right, you right, know, right, you know right. he was talking like musically yeah but i'm glad you went there because that that's that's a that's a um it's a confusion that i think some people have when they say something like that like i'm the center no well Dave Holland knows that I nobody cares about me right now, you know. Yeah. But musically, the whole band very much cares, you know. Um, 
that, like I said, the best example I could think of with the center idea is something like uh, Hollywood Swinging. If you know that song, yeah. Cool in the Gang, you know, it's dun 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 You know, there's a riff there, and he's the like musical center of this, right. but. The hey, 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 you know, is the whole point of what they're listening to. So I think that's what he was meaning by that. Not that I'm going to come out and dominate the stage right now and stuff. Yeah. But but I'm glad you went there because a lot of people feel that way in general where I'm going to be the biggest metaphorical loudest thing on the stage, mm-hmm. even even through wardrobe, you know, I mean, I, I'm going to be the most showy thing on the stage. Unless you're Bootsy, in which case Unless it's totally you're Bootsy, fine. right, yeah. It's totally and, fine. Yeah. You do and, you, bro. And Bootsy is a great example. Yeah. Their, their, their whole thing is, he is the center of that of that group and everybody else is yeah, swirling musically but, but around even, him. And maybe to combine those two things, I mean, what he did with James, you know, what he did with James Brown was phenomenal. Um, and, and those are, those are the kinds of things that, you know, um, like if I'm thinking about like, you know, locking in on a groove or something like that and just like being, being a part of things, but just as, uh, you know, I'm still trying to do something interesting, but, uh, but, but nothing that's, you know, going crazy, you know, like all over the fretboard. Right. I'm just trying to be interesting, but repetitive. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Bootsy, mm-hmm. the man on that. Um, so uh, you know whether it's the you know the you know the Sex Machine, boom, yeah, Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, it's and uh, one one and one of my favorite things of all all recorded. Uh, Music like the uh, like the the twelve minute version of it um, that that was supposed to supposedly Sex Machine Live mm-hmm. uh, got crowd noise and yeah. everything yeah man you know James calling back and everything uh, yeah it's totally a studio track oh really oh yeah it's oh, fantastic oh, wow. oh yeah they piped in I that, don't know if I've ever heard noise. that but yeah oh my gosh it's so good that's funny uh, and it's even better knowing that but that's uh, cool. but yeah Bootsy is the man and and you know that's uh, uh, totally uh, something that uh, um, you know should be emulated mm. um, you know it's it's I, I, I consider it an honor that I get to you know basically just like rip off his licks every now and again um, because that um, that keeps it fun mm. and and that keeps me focused on something that is that is greater than myself yeah um, and yeah he's 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 he is the man yeah that's awesome he was telling me, or I was listening to an interview, and he said, they're like, how do you play funk? He's like, it's really, really easy. You hit the one, and then you screw off. <laughs> he said, that's all you do, is you go, boom. You always hit that one, and then you just... Do stupid crap, you right. know, and then you hit that boom, and, and you just and I thought that was hilarious. Right. He's like, that's really all you all I'm doing. Yeah, because and, that down is what everybody wants. Mm-hmm. That down is what everybody wants. So as long as you know this guy's right, yeah, mm-hmm, yep. everything else going along because that that lets you know that lets the vocals work. 
but I think, you know, especially in, in this regard, you know, that lets the booties work, you know, mm-hmm. like that's, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> so, uh, so we're probably uh, wrapping up here in a second. Sure. But uh, for for all of us that are sort of younger, we have kind of gone through this in in very recently of being kind of a young younger person into the musician world, gigging world kind of stuff. Do you do you have any any suggestions for kind of those specifically kind of twenty to twenty eight, thirty, whatever year old person getting into either Kansas City or the scene or, or what, what advice would you have for them oh man that's uh gosh this is so weighty mm-hmm. um no I mean I, I think you know going back to you know what uh you know we just said you know that that attitude just has to be mm-hmm. there you know every that's a good time one. um because you know unless unless you are you know um bankrolling and uh you know just taking care of everything yourself to where you can hire out mm-hmm. you know you know and, and you get to be the boss person man be as big a tyrant as you want <laughs> yeah yeah in, in which case you know that that doesn't matter and it's i mean it's sad to say but you know it almost that almost brings with it an expectation of that tyrannical mm-hmm. nature which is Totally unfortunate, but also uh, speak, true. Speaking of James Brown, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. I mean, he, he was he was very oh. very famous. For, oh my goodness! You guys better bow and yeah. be there, you yeah. know. And I lay out yeah. my hand, and, and or else you're fired. Yeah, or twenty bucks. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Twenty, yeah, twenty dollar mm-hmm. fine, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, that I mean, unless there's like something just absolutely abhorrent about being nice to your, you know, fellow man or woman, why not be nice to people? Mm. Um, you know, because you never know, you never know when uh, either being nice or being not so nice will come back mm. uh, in the future. Mm. And, um, you, um, yeah, I can't stress that enough. Yeah. You know, obviously pay attention to your gear. You know, be, uh, you know, be prepared with, uh, um, with all of your, you know, material and everything, but above all that, man, Mm. let's, you know, let's all get along Mm. and, uh, you know, try to build relationships as opposed to, um, uh, man, that's, I, that's, that's again, great though, I, yeah. I feel like a broken record, but yeah, no, it's, it's let's important, just be cool, man. man. It's, it's important. And I, I would maybe maybe add on to that with the, the kind of, because there's like a flexibility element with that attitude of, of having the attitude and not just, not just only be nice, but be able to adjust yourself to other people because... Sure. Because that's kind of, I think, a lot of times what fuels the unniceness, yeah. you know, is that you don't want to be flexible. No, I'm going to stay here right in the pocket and yeah. you're finding me, you know, and that's, that's kind of a, one of those, you know, dickheadish moments where you're not really musically being nice. You're not musically being flexible. Yeah. And, and then also, obviously, there's talking with bandmates before and after deciding X, Y, and Z with the gig today, which songs we're going to play, how we're going to do them, and... 
I, I think that's a great piece of advice, man. Yeah, the the key to, you know, I think any type of like successful interaction or relationship is, uh, you know, the uh, you know shunning obstinacy. You know, like being open. Mm. Uh, you know, to uh, whether it's uh, criticism mm. um, or suggestions, mm. um, and uh, and not just primarily listening to your own voice, uh, being open uh, to others, and and keeping in mind that um, just because you have an opinion, that doesn't mean it's right, mm. um, and. Regardless of how much experience or knowledge you have or think you have, somebody else may have more, or they just flat out may have a better idea. Mm -hmm. Right now, for this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah. Humor other people and say, yeah, let's give that a shot. Mm -hmm. um, and and that, that pretty much goes across the board and all day you know whether whether we're talking about music or not like yeah not to take it good, somewhere else yeah it's a good rule of life in general uh, yeah this guy said assume some assume the person you're talking to knows something you don't yes and that, that's that's the general idea and mm -hmm. it's it's a amazing they might not but they might you know uh -huh. and and so yeah that's great man um, and regardless you know e even if they don't you're going to make them feel better and feel mm -hmm. validated uh, uh, just just by hearing them out, and they're going to be far more receptive about anything that you say on down mm -hmm. the road. Yeah, that's a good point. That's you're going to give them that reciprocal. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the word? Um, not ability, but the the just say yeah. reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, last one for you, man. Uh, yeah. You were talking before we started about a kind of really cool experience that you got to do at the uh, IBC. Talk, yeah. talk about that. Yeah, that was a uh, uh, fantastic. It was just a little over a year ago now. Um, I uh, I had the opportunity to um, uh, play bass for the Amanda Fish Band mm -hmm. uh, down in uh, in Memphis uh, for the international. Uh, blues competition, uh, which also just concluded earlier this year, uh, we uh, we made the semifinals. Um, three performances uh, of just before you move on, tell yeah. tell everybody what that is. Yeah, the, sorry, the sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so every year, uh, different uh, blues societies, um, you know, not just in the states but all around the world. Again, international. Mm -hmm. um, they. Uh, they hold these competitions uh, for um, both solo duos, um, so either a solo or duo, uh, you know, um, winner will come out of that competition, which is separate from the uh, from the group act. Yeah. Um, Amanda Fish and her band uh, they they won uh, Kansas City's competition and. And there's like one in each city, sort of, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, different blue societies yeah. all over the place. So, um, yeah, like for, for us locally, you know, Kansas City, Topeka, yeah. Wichita, right. uh, you know, and all, all over, all mm -hmm. over the place. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so last, uh, last January, I, uh, I got to uh, play with them 
down in Memphis, my first time down in Memphis, mm -hmm. you know, so my first time on Beale and, mm -hmm. and you know, all that business and, uh, yeah. And, you know, this, this certain section of the city, uh, just, uh, kind of gets taken over by, uh, by musicians all over. Bunch of knuckleheads. Bunch of knuckleheads. Um, uh, yes. And, and, and then of course the the guitar players and, and singers is and, and harp players as well, uh, but uh, yeah, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, that's um, cool. And uh, yeah, like I like I was saying, uh, you know, three uh, three performances that were just, um, you know, they were all. I think the uh, the first two nights were all like I think like maybe. 20 or 25 minute sets so they were mm -hmm. just like uh yeah. we we kind of made up a set of just like our just hardest hitting like most slamming stuff yeah and we had them down and it was just uh just a great uh great group of people uh with you know some fantastic material and uh and and yeah, uh, we we just went down there and right. kicked butt. Um, that uh, that third night, that third uh, performance, um, uh, there was uh, uh, there uh, the venue was strictly you know one in one out. Like you know they were turning people away at the door. Like they had these yeah, big yeah. big old windows on the side. And we just we had a crowd on the sidewalk just yeah. uh, you know like watching and listen to us and like you know people people with names that you say hey like i'm with such and such and they're like i don't care like you gotta stay out here like that, that was crazy um but even even crazier than that was uh um so we are we're in the middle of like uh, kind of everything in the set built uh to this uh this one uh, slow blues number, which was a uh, a feature for our uh, uh, you know one of our two guitar players, uh, Jay Coy Visto, um, and right in the middle of the song, uh, his his strap that he I think he I think he told me he'd had for about seventeen or so years, his mm -hmm. strap just mm -hmm. oh. breaks, and. Um, you know, and this is one of those things where it's like, if ever there was a, you know, a show must go on type yeah, moment, yeah. it's this. Uh, so, as uh, as luck would have it, um, our, our our friend, I, I mentioned the old number fives earlier, but our friend Brock Alexander mm -hmm. is in the, uh, uh, is in the audience. He sees what, what, yeah. what happened. And he books it straight uh, Straight down Beal, uh, we're talking probably about uh, a, a good mile to, uh, uh, I think they played the uh, the, uh, the the King Lawler's venue mm -hmm. earlier that night where he still had all his gear. And he he goes to the bouncer, the bouncer said, hey, you know, like, you know, what's going on? Like, you, you, you can't go, like, you don't understand. Uh, Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Gosh, we need yeah. to edit that out. No, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. Right. No, he gets back to uh, he gets back to his gear, grabs his own strap, 
and just he was wearing boots that night too. Oh, it yeah. was very slick wow. out. I mean, he must have made it, you know, the about you know two mile round trip, and I think. Uh, Right around six minutes, like yeah, you know, wow. like he was hauling, and yeah. I and I can't, Brock, I can't thank you enough for this. Yeah. Um, he he gets uh, back to the venue where we're playing, and uh, you know he's getting sweated by the guy at the door. Like, hey, it's like, look, my buddy had a strap break there. I've got this for him. You know, I just so Brock gets in, and it's you know kind of slow motion. Like, here you go. Yeah. Um, this is how. Yeah, that's replays it anyway. And so Jake gets a strap, has his, you know, uh, um, has his foot on the monitor, like, you know, the rock star that he mm-hmm. is, um, and, and just proceeds to play, uh, just the absolute most incendiary lead I think yeah. I've ever heard yeah. because all that frustration right. that came out I saw him yeah. I saw him take that old strap and just pitch it across the stage yeah. um, and then he just comes wow. and just like owns yeah. um, that that was probably the most amazing thing uh, about um, an already amazing trip and uh, yeah and I got to be a part of that. That's like, cool. How, how, how great is my life? Right, yeah. And also, that didn't happen to me because right. I probably would have, you know, just like been like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. We're all going home. That's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, well, uh, obviously, it was it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome to, to, first of all, you know, meet you out at the, out at the jams. Oh, it's yeah. really cool. And, uh, Definitely a hundred percent support all the stuff you, you and Brandon and all, all you all you guys have been doing and that's it's all been really cool. Thank you. And uh, definitely obviously keep it up. Um, but uh, get anything else, man? Oh gosh. I mean what what else could possibly be said that hasn't yeah. that hasn't been said over yeah. the last ninety minutes. Yeah, so um, yeah, no, I think I'm good, brother. Cool, man. Well, that uh, that was Casey Music Talk. Um, we're here. Uh, we're here again with uh, Dylan Ryder. Thanks. Thanks Thank for you, coming, sir. man. Thank you. And uh, we'll uh, be back with more more interviews, talking to a bunch of people about all sorts of music stuff. So, anyways, get out of here. See you guys later.